recent technologies has been blockchain which is a decentralized technology that powers web3 and crypto projects but did you know that the very first large scale use of decentralized technology was a project called Napster and it was built for sharing music files in fact you could say that music played a big role in moving the internet economy forward from creating decentralized file sharing networks to pioneering streaming services like Spotify now finally Technology is coming to disrupt the way you learn music and a company at the forefront of this revolution is Artium. Artium is an edtech platform for music learners. They have built a custom technology stack that allows them to train music learners across the world. In this episode of the Founder Thesis podcast, your host Akshay Dutt talks with Ashish Joshi, the founder of Artium, about the amazing product that he is building. Stay tuned. and subscribe to the founder thesis podcast on any audio streaming app to understand how disruption happens so i did my bsc from uh, navsar in gujarat then appeared for um, entrance exams for mca and mba and i took mca because mca course of somaya had 100% placement so i i took mca because i wanted to what you guys get a job after my college i actually got through a campus placement in patni computers pcs which used to be nand murthy's earlier earlier i mean one of the one of the interesting companies out there right yeah yeah it's well nand murthy and his co-founders used to work before they quit and started absolutely absolutely yes yes so i went through pcs pcs used to come to our campus every year and everybody who gets to pcs had a career so we were all we got the pre placement offers in july of 2001 actually and we were all partying hard ab life set hai koi tension nahi hai campus mein ho gaya and september 2001 ke andar laden decided to tour the world okay and almost all of us got our pre placement offers back we were all left to fend for ourselves and we were finding our feet and us zamane mein campus mein ek company aayi thi who wanted sales guys for technology so tech sales pre sales in technology kind of a profile like a solution selling kind of a solution selling yeah 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 so pre sales in tech and i jumped at it and i said listen so they said they wanted mba systems guys and not mca guys i said give me a chance i'll do a much better job than your mba systems guys and that's how they took me they took me on board for a 6 months induction program and this we will see you for 6 months and we'll see if you're good enough and that's how i entered sales pre sales in technology that's how i started my career and what was this company was it like making custom built software or was it selling a like a product or yeah so it was a erp product company it used to compete with likes of sap and jd edwards and barn in those days they had an indigenous erp solution for indian companies custom made for indian companies because of the way we function in india so and focus on manufacturing units so one of our biggest clients was sun pharmaceuticals in those days so i joined then signed up agenda pharmaceuticals and a lot of pharma companies is where we provided our erp solutions and we also used to provide um, in very early days there used to be sms driven flight tracker flight information you write a sort of a code and seek information around cricket scores and stuff etc very early days out there 
that, that five digit number to which absolutely absolutely the short code we used to call it short code so computer sms driven solution is what we used to sell so i actually moved to a company called uh, mysis mysis infotech which was a iit bombay incubated company so those guys were the pioneers in what today you call as telco based content management content delivery systems that you see the whole the whole uh, the world of vas um, valuated like live cricket scores and yeah well valuated services that you see around telecom solutions right so mysis was a pioneer in that at that space so i remember we delivered the first content platform for loop mobile in those days which was bpl mobile in mumbai jahan ek ringtone deliver karte the hum log so you you send a code short code and then you get a ringtone delivered onto your phone right the monotone sound monophonic tone actually so that was the first solution that we delivered so i was with mysis for 2 years mine was a business development uh, pre sales uh, kind of a role out there very interesting sales and bd combination out there so yeah from there i moved on to join hangama hangama.com hangama mobile hangama mobile uh, was uh, in 2006 the number one uh, valuated services company in the country at hangama i was head of india operations looked after uh, telco partnerships oem partnerships delivered kiosk driven uh, content through through planet times of the world and also very interesting again four years of my work life out there from 2005 to 2009 hangama is it like a funded startup kind or is it a, like a part of a bigger group or what is hangama like so hangama.com in those days of course was started by a guy called neeraj roy but um, neeraj came from a sort of investment uh, background he was backed by rakesh junjunwala rakesh junjunwala had funded hangama in those days so he used to be sitting used to sit on a board so even today hangama.com hangama mobile remains to be one of the largest media companies content driven media companies hangama has its own ott app both for music streaming and but they have not been able to compete with likes of gana and savan on the music streaming side or the netflix and prime amazon prime on the video streaming side actually but uh, hangama still is a pretty significant company in uh, media tech space actually even today so of course those four years of hangama were almost like a crash course in the media space and if you look around today i must tell you hangama's contribution to the industry is eros eros international digital ceo is hung from hangama or some of the top music guys in the industry are hangama so hangama almost was like a sort of the foundation of your media tech space in that sense right so everybody who worked at hangama is something of significance in, in the industry so voice of hangama was like a crash course and from there i moved on to join universal music the world's uh, largest music label in 2009 when there was a point of inflection in digital music streaming space right globally the music labels were seeing decline in physical sales and digital was growing so they hired me as a head of digital for south asia and i started building very interesting properties at universal music in fact at universal music i got genuine exposure to the business of music globally i used to travel the world i got exposed to the way the streaming business happens through spotify and itunes partnerships I did launch a couple of very interesting consumer facing initiatives in india as well so did very interesting stuff around that one of the one of the things that i must mention today people claim of doing master classes as one of the one of the largest master class globally is a very interesting platform where maestros come and deliver master classes 11 years back i launched a product called my story on voice 
with universal and airtel where the music maestros would come and deliver this i mean one hour session where they will tell you stories about how a song came up and the background back story of the songs and stuff etc and those ads used to used to feature during ipl alongside nokia's ad of sharukh or priyanka chopra right so first time ever the musicians of this country got recognition and their ads were featuring on mainstream television right so again that was interesting fact so in four years at universal was an interesting story and then i thought of moving to the consumer tech side because so far i was more on the b2b side the businesses side the music in distribution side and i moved to this company called dingana a music streaming service to head their business development dingana in those days it, it used to be silicon valley based startup started by two boys from bay area <laughs> indians in bay area ex yahoo guys so dingana was almost like a bootstrap product but in in no time they started competing with saman and gana and even became bigger than them in number of subscribers and as a product also they were very good and it was a subscription based product like a paid product, not ad revenue okay no no right right so i i was on the label side right so we were actually distributing our content to these partners and i loved dingana so i joined them in a year's time dingana got acquired by rdo and then rdo got acquired by pandora later on so i joined a private equity firm called ca media and ca was churning peter churning's asia arm for investment peter churning if you don't know he was the coo and president of newscorp so rupert modo the man who made avatar and uh, right so one of the big media moguls in the industry and he left newscorp and started his private equity firm called the churning group tcg group and the asia arm was called ca media so it was run by some of the they used to invest in media companies media companies yes. so and all shine oml graphic india fluence were the investments so fluence was a 100% incubated company by ca media and they were looking out for someone to run that company as a ceo as a head of the business so i joined fluence to run the celebrity influencer network again 2013 way ahead of its time we had signed up with mr bachchan salman khan sachin tendulkar priyanka chopra mohan lal rajnikanth you name an artist and we had signed up with all these guys and introduced them on digital world digital rather i mean I, we laugh about it today in those days we used to call largest celebrity digital network we didn't know that we were actually creating the largest influencer network today the word influencer is so prominent right but we actually created the largest influencer network around celebrities and i still remember salman was using 1100 when we introduced him to twitter right so so very interesting days of uh, fluence was there for two years built a very robust business and by that time my friends from dingana they were on to the next startup called mezi again out of out of valley mezi was nexus ventures partners backed sama capital and all those guys came on board later on a cool startup focusing on creating an experience for shoppers so it was, it was a ai led human assistant shopping concierge service which later on pivoted to becoming a travel concierge platform uh, completely ai driven out there so what was i mean what did you identify as the white space the opportunity so i'll tell you honestly this thought occurred to me in 2015 for the first time about a platform for music education one of my friends i mean he was also very keen to do something like this <laughs> so we realized that india is so deep diverse and rich in music 
probably we are richer than any other country when it comes to musical um, pedigree or the the depth that, that we have we have 14 languages and we have music across languages our average consumption of music is above the world average despite of so much of depth and diversity and richness we have not had a music education platform synonymous to what you see in the west like berkeley's or royal scottish school of music or juilliard's or whatever while there was a shamak davas dance academy that all of us had heard from kashmir to kanyakumari franjay's model never been knew about it but there was nothing in music education when i started digging deeper into this we realized that music education in india is perceived to be tapasya sadhana etc etc whereas it's not ha ah, right right it's more traditional ha huh? so you join one of the gharanas ha huh? yes yes whereas if you do research more than 96% of people are learning music because music to them in the mental world is what gym to them in the physical world right everybody has their own reason the kids are learning because it's scientifically proven that it it improves your cognitive side it, it gives you a sort of a impetus to right brain which has got direct impact on the left brain growth you know point so confidence building and stuff etc that's why kids learn music a lot of the working class people they learn music because music is healer it helps helps you elevate your mood and you want to perform better in your karaoke session or your next party or whatever etc you don't want to become sonigam or shreya goshal that's not the aim of the 96% of people are learning music in this country right so if that is the case then why do we have to give a size and shape to music learning which is so serious right so we started digging deeper further and we realized that we had more archaic traditional learning methods more theor- theoretical driven method right so for example let me tell you i am born to a mother who was visharad in hindustani classical so my mother was visharad in hindustani classical what is this term you using visharad what visharad it's a degree in hindustani classical so I, i used to love singing when i was a kid my mother used to teach me just casually i mean she never taught, taught me actually because my father like many of the fathers believed that it was waste of time to learn music डॉक्टर इंजीनियर लॉयर सी एन आर तो कुछ ना बने लाइफ में सो 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 आई यूज टू सो म्यूजिक वॉज इन माई जीन्स नाउ बट बाय द टाइम आई ग्रो अप टू बिकम अ लिटल माई वॉइस मेच्योर टू बी एन एडल्ट वॉइस आफ्टर सिक्सटीन सेवेंटीन आई टू सिंग बेटर देन माई मदर बिकॉज माई मदर लर्न थियोरीज ऑफ हिंदुस्तानी क्लासिकल मोर देन द प्रैक्टिकलिटीज ऑफ सिंगिंग इन दैट सेंस एंड दैट प्रॉब्ली इज अ केस इन मेनी केसिस पीपल ऑफ गिव एग्जाम्पल एग्जाम्स ऑफ विशारा दिन अच्छा so as is more theoretical little traditional archaic methods of learning which i am not saying it's bad i'm not passing the judgment on that part but we realized there was a need for a performance driven curriculum to be launched which means which prepares you to perform better as a singer perform better as a keyboard player perform better as a guitar player because all you care you're learning to perform either in front of your friends either in karaoke session either in a party in office or for yourself So if that was the need, then we there was a required for a requirement for a performance-driven curriculum, and with that in mind, Akshay, we realized that if we were to go out in the market and say, "Hey, listen, we have arrived with the first ever performance-driven curriculum," people would say, "Who are you to even preach that?" So we thought there was a need to build a sort of an academic board, first of its kind, where we sign up the maestros of the industries, music industry, to come together. and they all become like faculty heads in the academic board and they put their heart and soul in designing these curriculums so they are the authorities so when you know that you have you are learning popular film music course designed by sonigam 
or hindustani classical course by shubha mudkal then you know that someone is put in heart and soul in doing something there's a there's some work which has gone beyond this we also realized there was a need for a finite music curriculum usually what happens is most of the music learners they keep learning forever without any finite goal so you do not know what are investing for right so we also gave a size and shape to the curriculum and we put out the whole thing now akshay so that was a sort of sort of a research which went behind and i realized there was a need for a performance driven structured music education platform where the curriculum has to be designed by the maestros delivered by teachers who are performers of their own accord trained by these maestros to deliver a sort of a structured curriculum using technology again because we realized that india is not a country where you can build a brick and mortar business in scale and we were reaching out to global indians from day one so tech had to and today tech today you and i are ch- chatting over technology and you are almost feeling like we are sitting in person right so the idea was to use technology to deliver an in person experience in person elevated music learning experience to the learners and like so essentially you you're building an edtech for music that would be yeah you can say that you can say uh, i don't know how many listeners would love to listen to the word edtech nowadays <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you can say we are we are in a music tech space to be really honest because music education was existing uh, we are using technology to elevate the experience and therefore break the barriers of geography so uh, w- what was your zero to one journey like how did you convert this idea into your launch what did you launch from this idea so to be really honest akshay and it might sound sort of pompous but having been part of startups earlier i spent a lot of time in researching in a manner that i don't have to keep reinventing or pivoting the model as far as possible so so far we haven't had the need to pivot or probably change the model we were clear from day one that we wanted to be academy first vertically deeper so i didn't want to become a horizontal tech platform in that sense basically or extracurricular platform so academy first vertically deeper and i was clear from day one in fact before we we launched our mvp we had already signed up with shubham mudgal ji and uh, sonikam ji so we were clear from day one that we wanted the maestros to be the the part of our academic board we wanted to have academic board and then we wanted these guys to become sort of faculty heads out there so that part was there so the few things i'll tell you which were very clear from day one academy first vertically deep music only maestro led curriculum designs performance driven curriculum so there was a lot of so let me put some let me give you some insights as to the work which went behind in preparing for an mvp so few realizations that i had akshay very early on is that in performance arts business if you purely apply business sense or business logic you're not going to get anywhere you have to have creativity built in from day one it's performance arts right so people have to believe in your depth they have to believe in what you're building from that perspective so therefore very first sign up or i would say sign up but someone that i acquired as a full time with us were two guys a guy called abhijit patil who had 16 years of experience in designing music education program for kids so he was the first employee with us founders we realized that we didn't have the depth of music pedagogy right that was important to build then the second person who we got on board was anant vaidyanathan who is a chief of pedagogy india's finest voice expert probably the leader in voice expertise with 40 plus years of experience in music education so he became a chief of pedagogy right so with those, with them we built a lot of depth in what we were trying to offer to our learners 
then i knew that building a music education platform means depth in technology now i had two options either i hired a cto and then build the entire team ground up which would have taken me a year and a half more right or else figure out how to go about building an mvp with the help of all the tech techy friends that i have had by virtue of my experience in the past so i i partnered with one of my friends and built an mvp which was good enough for me to go out in the market and offer a one on one live experience right obviously zoom was integrated into our ecosystem so video conferencing was sorted uh, using that as a platform uh, and i also we were clear that cto in a tech company is like a bahu that you get in the house she can make or break the house so i took maximum of time to hire my cto because i knew the guy who comes on board has to be the one who is the captain of my ship from a tech evangelism perspective out there so we hired a product head from silicon valley she sits in silicon valley again why from bay area because in the depth of product understanding in companies in bay area is much better than the depth of product understanding in in, in indian companies so that was one of the things and our cto is what we hired 8 months after we launched or the 6 months after the we launched mvp so few things we were clear we built big by big one more thing that akshay we were clear about well, many many people would have advised us to go with at least 5 6 7 stream genres of music to be launched we just went one by one we launched hindustani classical first we went popular first. so within vocal also we went genre by genre launch because we realized you need to build depth in world of the pedagogy from one perspective secondly understanding consumer behavior is very important even behavior with technology and whatever advancement that technology needs as you scale up as you progress also comes through the learnings of individual every course by the way demands differently my guitar and keyboard has different demands on technology as compared to my some of the vocal courses right so we learned brick by brick build brick by brick sorry and learned block by block and that's how we built the entire ecosystem our popular film music hindustani classical remain only two courses for 7 months then we launched hindustani classical and carnatic and south indian film music and this year in march or april we launched guitar and keyboard and tabla what is the kind of packaging and pricing like you must have got like say 20 r course for x rupees or what like what is the yeah so it's simple all the courses basis the genre that you decide is between 18 to 24 months long course with the assumption that you will take one class a week so four class a month okay every class is one hour and you pay 750 rupees an hour if you are an in customer and 1000 rupees an hour for advanced course 750 is basic and 1000 is an advanced course if you are a international student you pay 25 dollars for an hour and 30 for an hour for advanced course basically so it's not like a fixed course like say a, like a carnatic film music course for x rupees and this includes this duration yeah so it is fixed course that's it so it's 18 to 24 months so depending on what course you select for example hindustani classical is 24 months popular film music is 18 months you pay either on monthly basis quarterly six monthly yearly or the full course if you pay for the full course the percentage discount that you get is higher as compared to a monthly or a quarterly course that you take from us so the course duration is fixed why offer monthly payment because that would cost churn then no like i'm sure that monthly renewal rate will not be 100% yeah no so interestingly akshay and i knew because i was learning music myself by the way 
during two years of honeymoon period with Amex, I started learning music also by, myself. So while I was learning music, I realized that music has a level of stickiness. If you cross the first four classes, if you ask anyone around you who is learning music, if you just learn for four or five classes, no, then the minimum time they learn is two years, three years, four years, five years. Music learning has very interesting stickiness, which is established out there. So the idea was to give a sort of a sachet based packs to people initially to come on board and try us. Obviously, as we speak today, as we are evolved and 85% of subscribers in our ecosystem are paying us for long term, we are thinking of actually removing monthly payments completely. So what you're suggesting we are taking as a serious, it's a deliberation that we are going through right now. But that monthly pack was almost like increasing our funnel or top of the funnel for us. Probably your customer acquisition cost would have gone down. You would not have had to spend so much in onboarding customers. Because if you're selling a course with a single big ticket price, then you would need a sales team, like a telecaller team, which would be calling customers. And you would also have to spend a lot of money on Facebook ads and so on, like performance marketing and so on. So some of those costs would have got cut down by doing this. No, so I, to be really honest, cost of acquisition probably is definitely improved over a period of time. Like any other ad tech platform or any other platform, we are also keeping vigilance on, on our CAC, cost of acquisition. Of course, some of the innovation that we are talking about has helped us reduce our CAC heavily. Our sales team is very limited. Our demo operations team also is very limited because we have built very interesting product features out here. So therefore, from that perspective, I think our CAC has definitely come in in control and we are doing better than others for sure. But what is good for us is our retentions are upwards of, okay, so let me put it this way. In last 18 months of operations, we have had less than 2% people asking for refunds. But what would be the renewal percentage? Like, what is the average duration? Like somebody who's joining the platform, how many months does he pay you for? Yeah, so our more than 85% of people have been learning with us for more than a year now. Okay. So out of 100 people who join, at least 85 of them do more than a year of classes. And I'm saying the other 15% have not left us. They are inactive. Okay. Like they could renew or they could join back. huh? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For them, for them the money is with us. They're not asking for refunds. It's like a gym membership. I will start. They want to start but just not getting time to start. What is your CAC LTV ratio that customer acquisition costs and long-term value of customer? Like It's a little confidential, but I'll still tell you that we are an upward of three. And what is your like major way to acquire customers? Like, Do you do it through performance marketing or do you have like celebrity endorsements or what are some of those strategies to acquire customers? Uh, we focused on acquiring the nine gems, Navratna of the industry was also to, to, with them, you also get the social media presence of theirs, right? So between all of our celebrities put together, we have more than 35 million subscribers on social media. We get a lot of organic traction internationally and domestically that our celebrities put. And then further, we invest very small amount to further boost that post out there. So that I call as a pure organic uh, traction and traffic that we get. There are inorganic methods that everybody else is using, the typical ads, GDN and Facebook and the ads that you do otherwise, performance marketing based actually. We've also figured out very interesting growth hacks. We've partnered with some of the platforms internationally and promote to them. Our celebrity social media, of course, is one of the, one of the biggest. We've also started promoting our 
what I call as the content driven marketing, which is what you invest one time, but it stays on for a long period of time. Right. So Akshay, we partnered with Warner Music to promote our talent onto the network and launched a platform called RTM Originals. So I promise to the learners, Akshay, is that we deliver an experience to you of learning. And in the journey, you take a, you take the path from a learner to a performer and performer to a potential influencer. So now with these guys, we are creating original content, original songs with our teachers, with our students, etc., which you put out on social media, on YouTube, on, on all the digital platforms and distribute. That also becomes a sort of acquisition channel for us. And these are posted on your handles, like when your learners are producing. Yeah, it is. It is on. That is a very good hack. Now every person will promote it to their circle, and that way your channel will automatically get more views and subscribers. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you see, we are actually one of the biggest playground of raw talent, right? We are actually nourishing and nurturing those raw talent to become the talent of future. Even our teachers, Akshay, even the teachers that we have had on board with us are some of these guys who have been on Indian Idol and Saringapa and Z, all those reality shows. So they are performance par So this is like your version of placement support. Like traditional ed tech companies, they have a placement support. They say, we'll get, help you get a job. So your version of help you get a job is help you become an influencer. Absolutely. So that's why we are saying, you know, that's what, that's the journey that we take with us. We built, we have built our entire technology around three components. One is the learning part. So all the key elements of enhancement of learning experience are built through our learning part. Then there is a performance. So you practice and perform. We also allow our students to to perform fortnightly on a performance platform. So they do live uh, performances to a larger audience. They invite their friends, our, our community. So. And your performance platform is RTM Originals. RTM, no, RTM Originals is actually perf- is an influencer platform. That, that's a last block. Performance platform is a platform through which we conduct our master classes. We do a live showcase events and stuff, etc. After they have done performance, they are groomed enough. With them, we curate a song. We do a sort of a digital single with them. We shoot and then launch on RTM Originals, which then becomes a sort of a window to the digital world that you can get distributed on iTunes, on, on all the OTT platforms, on all the streaming platforms, on YouTube, etc., etc. So somebody who's getting into RTM original, so their RTM original is like a music label for them. Absolutely. So I wouldn't like to call ourselves music label because that's not the territory we want to go. But we are more like a publishing platform for them. We are almost like a platform where our ambition is not to become the label. We want to become a platform to curate and distribute genuine talent and give them wings to fly. But like RTM originals are distributed on Spotify on like all of these platforms. You like anybody coming on RTM original is now also going to be available on Spotify and so on and so forth. Absolutely. And they start earning also like like Spotify pays out artists. So, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Okay. But this would be, I mean, is this like a, like a music label has a deal with an artist with a certain time period, like for three years, you have an exclusive deal. So is that the same with RTM Originals that when you identify high potential talent, then RTM Originals will have a deal with that talent for X number of years and you will manage and produce and distribute and have a revenue share and all of that? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So the idea is that we are creating IP in partnership with an artist, technically, right? We are investing into IP. So the IP of what we are creating with them remains with RTM. So where RTM keeps a very small margin because, like I said, I don't intend to make a serious amount of money out of it, but passes on a large chunk of revenue with the artist, right? And we in turn have back-to-back partnerships with, I mean, there's a company called Global Music Junction, which is one of the largest distributors of digital content in India. They have a partnership with Warner. So we have partnered with these guys who are then distributing our content across platforms, basically. What is the role of Warner here? I mean, why don't you directly go to Spotify or Apple Music? And like? No, so we directly go to Spotify and Apple Music using Warner's channels purely because Warner potentially is so i'll tell you there are two layers warner is partnered with a company called gmj global business junction which does the digital distribution for a lot of warner content okay now these guys have very interesting revenue shares with all the partners right and i wanted to leverage the depth the distribution prowess the revenue share etc etc which is difficult for me to build see a lot of people put in hours and years and years yeah, yeah, it'll take you years to build. Absolutely, years and years to build something that they have built, right? Where my intention is not to do something on my own from scratch. I would rather leverage someone else's efforts and partner with them and use the depth to garner maximum traction, maximum eyeballs for my my artists. Yeah, and this music which the artists produce, it's your, like you own the copyright to it. Yes, the IP of that belongs to us. Okay, okay. I mean, so, so this is also like a long-term asset, like this catalog. Eventually, this catalog can also be monetized. See, this is something, Akshay, I have done it as business. The distribution part of the whole thing, I've been in music tech side for years. I understand this business. What The education part, which is the first part that we are doing, is tougher, right? So we are choosing to do the tougher part first. And the latter part of the whole thing is something which comes naturally to us. My co-founders, Vivek Raicha, is also from the media industry, right? He spent 10 years of his life as an operator with Star, Viacom, etc. And then he was with CA Media as an investor, later on with KKR Group, invested in media-focused assets and companies, right? So we have a lot of depth out there in terms of our understanding in this space, basically. In the long term, will you earn more from education or from the distribution business? See, it's a very tricky question, to be really honest, Akshay. We do not want to digress right now from the origin of what we are trying to build. The entire distribution piece, the performance and the influencing part that we are building is to get maximum traction on the learning part. So, for example, if I was to give you a very loose examples, like every year Akash became popular because few of the guys were going on to become the IITG's top rankers out there. So, more people started believing in Akash that's the closest example I can give you. We want more and more people to believe that RTM Academy is one platform which is serious about music education. We are truly building the gold standard of music education in that sense. And therefore, I mean, one of the other things that I keep saying is we want to become the Harvard of music education. Harvard may have best campus, best faculties, best learning button, and also best placement platform. Now in this process, actually, in this process, if we end up creating a large community of people on our platform called Artem Originals, potentially we could morph into something else, which is bigger. But right now we are not 
we are using rtm originals as a top of the funnel to a more and more people falling in love with rtm although uh, you know i am guessing if you get like these breakout stars like a sonu nigam these level of stars on rtm originals that could be like a massive i mean it could be much bigger than the education business Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'll give you one example of Akshay. What we're thinking: the performance platform we built today for our own internal talent, where they are performing live in front of the larger audience. Tomorrow, a lot of the artists could could use this technology to perform live to a global audience, right? In that process itself, we are we might end up creating the largest fan interaction network, right? Not what stops me from then giving out this platform to any artist to perform. Akshay, if you are an artist. you can start you do insta live right right you don't need to do art in live because i'm going to give you a curated performance platform and then you garner your fans out there like like there is substack for writers so similarly like like the substack for music performers is what you could build with the performance platform yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yes okay yes. amazing amazing which would also help them monetize through ticket sales and all like something like that mm. so then to and you are nailing it i'm loving the way you are already thinking ahead because you you can monetize it using you could create your own dollar club pay crowd sourcing pay me a dollar and i'm going to give you content for the entire year etc right you could do ticketing out there absolutely do ticketing type uh, you can you could have a tiktok model so you give 10 rupees ke flowers 15 rupees of flowers tokenized stuff etc you could do completely brand funded content so you know you could build a channel and say you know what my coke say a crore pe le lo aur wahan se fir then you run the whole thing so there are multiple models of monetization once you create a sort of a fan interaction network so tell me about your economics of the model right now what do you earn right now what like what's your ar right now yeah so we already 1.25 million plus in arr and we are growing 20 25% month on month what part to have how much is that in rupees uh, that would be around 8 8 9 10 crore rupees yeah okay pretty good 10 crore annualized 10 crore okay amazing and how have you funded it so far yeah we've done two rounds of funding seed round we raised 150k in pre series a from companies like some of the institutional investors like whiteboard capital church synthesis group Sonunigam, who is our patron in chief, also invested in that round, and then we had very interesting, I mean, very good marquee angel investors. Then, then we did our pre-series round led by Chirate Ventures. We raised three million dollars led by Chirate, and then Whiteboard Capital Jackson. This is prorated in this round. We also got Anikar Capital, again an institutional investor, uh, to join hands with us in this round. We also got very good marquee angels like from Mama Earth. from uh, zomato the co-founder and to be fintech co-founder uh, nafrazos co-founder vikas dosala so very interesting bunch of people who have come on board with us in this round so yeah i mean we are scaling up pretty fast i mean one of the things that we are looking at as a focus area akshay uh, we are planning to expand heavily for international audience in an expanded population outside india where i we see more sincerity of learning from their side they need to stay rooted to indian culture is higher than indians in india okay <laughs> and they their sincerity is pretty high they are all see the kind of class is also pretty high internationally and the second biggest market for us is south indian population in south of india the love for music learning is of a different level music to them is pious it's part of the culture so they are very sincere about learning music 
So the two area, two two markets have we identified. So we are going behind them. Already fifteen percent of our total subscriber base today, as we speak, is international. Without having too much spend too much of money on international market yet, because we just raised the capital. Now we are expanding in international market. But that's our organic growth. What is your breakup of costs? Like, what percentage of costs is paid to the instructors? What percentage do you pay to these? influencers who are the who are designing the curriculum what percentage is spent on marketing just help me understand that no so with all the maestros we have a deal which i genuinely can't talk about but it is more of a sort of i mean you can understand we signed up the deal with maestros before raising our seed round of capital when they bootstrapped so you can imagine but yes there is no revenue share there these guys have taken one one time fees from us to curate the curriculum and we have a 3 to 5 years relationship with each of these guys sonigam of course is a patron in chief he has invested himself so relationship is very different with him he is almost like a co-founder in that sense basically right so that is definitely different relationship out there with our teachers we pay around 50% of the revenue share per class basically 50% yeah so remaining 50% you are left with how much of that is spent on marketing how much on tech and operations and overheads and all that like See, we have close to forty percent gross margins on this, right? Because if you remove components of teacher payout and some discounts that we offer on each of the class, etc., so of those forty percent, I mean, we have marketing expense, content expense, cost of acquisition through marketing, of course, and that kind of stuff actually. At scale, what do you expect your margin to be? In four years of time, when we are we are aiming to be at one eighty million dollars in ARR. And at that point of time, we'll be at at thirty percent margin. And this one eighty million dollar, you're talking of purely education revenue, not the distribution revenue or a mix. So, so yeah, so eighty percent of revenue will come from one on one live classes, and one to many live classes. So, so we'll we'll introduce one to three or one to two at some point in time for sure. So eighty percent will come from education. We also expect to do sort of a model where we'll have curated content. in a linear fashion made available to you pre recorded content like a self learning course self learning kind of a course yeah of course obviously it's an extension right we could even introduce some of the hybrid models where two of the class that you take is one one and then there is one class which is self learning and again then you take to so it's a hybrid model that we introduce out there right 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 and these are basically ways to make it affordable absolutely absolutely so through these models we will another we'll take another 10% of our revenues will come from pre recorded kind of sort of a master classes and all that and last 10% would come from the other models of business that we have estimated which sounds like an underestimation no you're saying just 10% will come from distribution to be distribution seems very exciting unfortunately uh, we live in a world where sometimes when you are too ambitious and you are talking too much we just feel that you're all over right you are trying to build multiple businesses together you are not in you are not focused sometimes when you undermine underplay all that you are building they feel that you are not ambitious enough out there so so we genuinely feel and see between all three founders we have 60 plus of experience professional experience all of us have 20 plus of professional experience out there so we believe in first building a very robust business model with what we are doing stay grounded i always say akshay we i tell this to every vc we are not playing a t20 game so don't expect tremendous growth every month we are neither with neither are we playing a test match we are playing a 50 over game in which in first 10 overs of power play we'll hit the ball out of the park which we did 
okay from 2 lakhs to 70 lakhs of revenue 80 lakhs of revenue in a month in 16 months is not bad for sure now it is time to build the innings middle overs by building amazing learning experience build tools around it offer extension of what learning so all these platform performance platform influencer stuff etc और लास्ट में फिर छक्के मारेंगे। प्लेटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्मिकलटफॉर्
है ना तो कोई भी कोई भी आदमी डेमो लेने आएगा हमारे साथ दे विल एक्सपीरियंस द सेम लेवल ऑफ डेप्थ ऑफ आरटीएम दैट यू विल एक्सपीरियंस अदरवाइज बट यू आर प्रोटेक्टिंग योर टीचर्स फ्रॉम ऑल दिस दिस स्लाइटली डर्टी जॉब हां या एंड नाउ व्हाट इज हैपनिंग इज नाउ सडनली टीचर्स आर एंथ्यूज्ड टू पुट इन एक्स्ट्रा एफर्ट्स इन 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 द क्लासेस and that is delivering a delightful experience for our learners that in turn is engaging them further with us that in turn is helping us grow organically because there is more word of mouth happening out there right if you see it's a vicious circle if you deliver a very good experience at the time of someone joining and trust me akshay most of the guys believe that jo banda aata hai usko apne teacher teacher ko milna hota hai aisa nahi hai if they trust you see with all our maestros we have built a sort of a brand around rtm people trust us this trust factor out there right so all we got to deliver is that people need to understand what is a free class all about what is a curriculum what is a rtm methodology etc etc that we deliver to rtm academic expert model and then we deliver the class students i mean we give subscription of a student in the hands of the teacher and teachers are teaching actually Uh, have you done something to reduce that 80% no show yeah so there is also a model i'm give, giving out too many trade secrets right now akshay but there's a more model that we have built in our structure which is called as what flights airlines do multiple booking for the same slot now this is where technology comes very handy so we built a completely structure i mean automated model jahan pe for every slot we are booking two or three demos now because our demo rate itself is 20% out of 80 so one in 3 or one in 4 is going to turn up but there could be a potential case where two in same slot might turn up and none of the guys in other slots will turn up in that sense basically if that you guys so guys sitting out there right so my system automatically sees a free expert and diverts that call i would say call means the guy was landed on our video conference platform to that expert and expert takes over So basically, like for example, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., you have three or four experts who are available, and then the system is automatically routing demo classes to them based on who's available. And most of the times, there is no. But but there could still be a case where you have more people logging in than experts available. Trust me, if that's the case, we are in a seriously good business for sure. So far, Algo is working pretty fine, but we also have a hack for it. Uh, image is if there is a situation there two people land up on the same slot and not more than one expert is available out there immediately using our crm solution our system alerts our sales team our op- operations team <coughs> and the guy gets a message on the dashboard that hey please wait someone is going to reach out to you right away and a call out happens and we will apologize and we will reslot him on some other slot because that is costly also na like because the teacher is still to be paid even if the student doesn't turn up because you block the teacher's time absolutely do you measure nps and you know what kind of yes yes we have 6.4 as nps right now which is not bad so how does the student experience the classes is it a mobile app is it like through the desktop what is the no so we are web first so far and i also generally believe akshay if a student is going to lie down and Take the class lying down. Ah, you can't do it on a mobile. Ah, yeah, you have to sit in front of a table. हाँ जी मतलब you music तो कम से कम आप you can't learn like that actually. Then you are doing disservice to yourself, right? But we are coming up with our mobile app to enable student 
to practice using the content that we are giving them through a practice studio we have built. So we also built a practice studio for our students, which will allow the students to practice with, for example, you learned Sargam's Ya Bandish in the class today. The content comes and sits in a dashboard after you have gone. Or who have to practice karni so the unit Tanpura, Tabla, Metronym, all those widgets out there. That's all built in your app. Right? So you play with that, you practice. Once you're done Riyas, you can record your Riyas and send it as an assignment to a teacher. Teacher gets that assignment on their dashboard, they assess the assignment and they send feedback to you with annotating on minutes, one minute, 10 seconds, you went flat here, you went etc. etc. out here. So we are also solving the problem of, you know, in an offline world, you meet your teacher once in a week and then there is no communication happening between you and your teacher. You know, through a platform, you are constantly interacting with your teacher between two classes out. And that feedback is very less because... Once a week, you will play in front of your teacher. There's nobody giving you feedback. Absolutely. This is one of the problem areas which you see out there. Let me also give you a couple of things that we are doing, which is very unique as compared to anyone else, Akshay. Of course, this practice studio I'm talking about. So the app allows the consumer to practice and all. The app allows you to schedule your classes. So everything minus taking live classes is what we are offering on the app as of now. Right? For class, desktop yeah. Now we have moved away from Zoom as a platform. We build our own video conferencing platform. Now, now it's a question that I get asked multiple times as to why do we need to reinvent the wheel? We are not reinventing the wheel. We have partnered with someone who has white labeled the whole solution for us, but it's custom made for RTM in that sense. But what we're doing is today in a learning experience, actually, when I'm teaching you right now, for example, if you're my student, I when I'm teaching you vocal. I start my Tanpura or metronym for my app on the other side. So what happens on Zoom, or my voice, or Tanpura, one linear stream. One tends to negate the other, killing the experience. What we've done is we've built our own video conferencing platform, which allows you to put all these widgets on the dashboard itself. And using socket technology, teacher can start Tanpura at his end, parallelly the Tanpura at student's end also. So when he sings, there is absolutely no lag between Tanpura and the singing. And last thing we are building right now is that Akshay, every parent whose kid learns would love to know what are the learning. So of course, we have built very interesting scientific progress graph, learning graph. So you know on different parameters, how your kid is learning and stuff, etc., which is happening. But we are also building a sort of a tool within a video conferencing platform, which will allow. So if I have Sargam Sargam Gao. So when you sing, the teacher will be empowered to record that piece. And share with the parent. And as soon as the class is over, by default system will share with the parent. And probably you could put your branding in that video so that when the parent is circulating on WhatsApp groups, first of all, the family WhatsApp group will go to Absolutely, absolutely. So it's all watermark stuff actually with our logo and stuff. So we have now, so these are small things that you evangelize which will change the experience of a learner and make them fall in love with you. So right now you're doing Indian music, right? What about more stuff for which there is a global demand, like more regular, like say jazz and saxophone and guitar also, I think you already have, but like for a global audience, are you looking to build more courses? So, so I'll tell you, Akshay, we have built all the vocal courses, including Western vocal as well. So there is Western vocal in, included in our thing. 
our keyboard classes has got pop jazz all the components our guitar classes so western instruments are also there right now the wind instrument like saxophone and all needs a lot of tech evangelism to be built in so like i was saying everything that we are doing for example when you do keyboard class with us no akshay our keyboard reflects on the screen what notations your teachers are playing actually right that's a delivery of a different kind right so every instrument that you introduce needs certain level of hardware software integration to explain, to give the experience that a consumer will otherwise experience in 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 offline world actually uh, how do you do that like uh, how does the student see what keys the teacher is pressing on the keyboard so it is we built the entire technology which is allowing the midi integration into our software and we built in a manner that the half portion of the screen gets taken over by what you playing and teacher also sees what the student is playing on the side basically and what about for guitar like like is there something similar so guitar we have no guitar is still something that we are trying to figure out it's still a little bit of a look and feel out there but there are components that i definitely can't share here but these are things that is part of my r and d right now that we are working on <laughs> that will offer so basically it allows the laptop to have a it's like camera setup on your laptop it gives you 360 degree view of your laptop right so tomorrow if somebody is not having a midi integration out there and when he is playing it reflects on my screen so teacher knows exactly what the student is playing when he is doing out there actually but listen a lot of when you are right lot of the indian customers today are learning western music and they are signing up in expensive schools either globally or locally or they so through a platform nothing stops us from getting the best teachers from la and western world offering western courses to the indian consumers out there so that's definitely the road map not in immediate uh, two to three quarters for sure but you would need a lot more funds because you then need to have those western influencers signed up to really draw in consumers but see i'll tell you i'll tell you honestly akshay if you're on the right path funds is not an issue though there is a winter and whatever the people are calling if you are you're, if you're in the right direction you're growing well you're doing right business right way your model is robust enough then funding is not an issue what's your current growth rate like by what rate is month on month like what we are growing 20 to 25% month on month right now wow amazing amazing and actually i'll tell you even to elevate the experience of learning we have given rgm branded headphones mics sound card to all our teachers so every teacher delivers you experience they are not singing on a headphone keeping the head like this and stuff etc you know it's an experience of a different kind is professional experience all our teachers wear rgm branded kotis so they are set with a koti with rgm brand on top of it so you experience truly an rgm experience out there amazing amazing what does the sound card do like can't you just plug in your headphone and mic to the laptop no sound card refines the sound further to eliminate any sort of tech glitch that you your system can give you output so it's almost like bettering the sound see and that sound card is more required from the teacher side because teacher has to sing and deliver or play and deliver aapke nahi ho chalega okay this is like a usb plug in kind of a sound card yeah it's a plug in sound card plug into your to your laptop okay amazing so what do you think is the exit for rtm do you think that it makes sense to be a part of a bigger edtech like byju's is one name which i know is not a popular name right now but similar such bigger edtechs or do you want to remain independent 
See, I'll tell you, if you ask a founder, any founder would say one of the most painful moments of the life was when they had to sell off. I mean, in respect of what money they were making out of it, selling off is a painful process. I mean, so like any other founder, I would really want to love to take this company to IPO. Even the, it's a, that, would, that would be my first choice. It, we, should be become, we should become a global music education platform big enough to have an IPO of our own. Right, where multilingual education is delivered across. But if you were to ask me who are the set of people who would like to buy a business like ours, obviously K-12 platforms like Byju's and all, already big unicorns like Byju's or Academy, those set of people would definitely want to expand their portfolio of offerings for sure using something like RTM. So that's one option. There are a lot of music labels that I see global music labels so or media houses interesting in creating interesting amount of talent pool using education as a process. Like I already know some of the big labels in the West are thinking of starting their own music education platform or music education school through they through that because it's an extension of what they're offering otherwise, right? Or you would say backward integration in that sense. Uh-huh. It's like a PE fund starting an incubator, like say Sequoia has that surge. Absolutely. So like that, right? So they, that would be one of the things that I think. So, so the media houses is what I see. Some of the broadcasters are the set of people that I believe. So the audience has so far heard your story, which is about six to nine months old. Uh, give us an update on uh, what's happened in the last six, nine months. Uh, yeah, I think uh, actually two things. Um, so we had the vision very clearly that we wanted to become India's first outcome-driven music education platform. What it means in that sense is with our own set of learners, now, I mean, talents which are, which are learners and teachers put together, the idea was to then give them a platform to perform, which we, we built over a period of time where every fortnight we have performance platform available to our learners to perform in front of larger audience, virtual audience in that sense. And then select few out of, out of them who are really have the, who have the potential. With those sets of people, we create original um, uh, songs, create video and release through our platform called Artem Originals. So I think uh, last time when we spoke, we were still in a very early stage, but now we can proudly say that we have launched Artem Originals as a platform and every week we release new single on the platform, which technically we mean that in a couple of years we might become the largest library of independent music, uh, you know, published through our platform on various DSPs, various streaming platforms, both audio and video put together. So we have a large catalog of IP that we'll own. Uh, that's one flywheel that we've developed. Now with this, these musicians, talented musicians that we are launching, few of those guys, we believe, have the potential to become probably the biggest independent music uh, artist, musicians, um, who probably will be able to go out there, perform live, uh, create more and more content. Those, in today's language, we use as creators. Right. So those creators, we also sign those people on our platform. We have a creative management agreement with these guys, which what it means is we will have uh, rights to launch them on various platform and through monetization of their assets on various platforms, there'll be a revenue which will plow back to RTM. Now, again, we strongly believe that RTM Academy will become the fulcrum of the whole ecosystem. But all these tailwinds that we're talking about, or rather the flywheels that we are talking about will uh, help us 
create a large top of the funnel more and more people will talk about the brand rtm they'll talk about brand rtm and they would want to come back and learn we've signed up with almost 21 creators now which are launched on our platforms and we'll continue to do that as we progress you did uh, give the example of like say in akash uh, like this test prep businesses which are again outcome driven the outcome is you get a rank in iit so that automatically drives more traffic to you because you are showing there is proof of success so you you basically want to create proof of success for learners uh, to drive more top of the funnel uh, and then the other advantages unlike in akash where someone gets into iit that that's its relationship and but here if someone becomes a musician you are still going to be able to monetize that relationship as a talent management agency absolutely so the idea is never to become a talent management agency we would enable we want to be the enablers for example there are very good talent management agencies which are doing pretty well distributing the um, um, content and organizing on various platforms there are agencies which are providing this talents or uh, live shows and uh, you know real time performance opportunities and stuff etc we could partner with those people and still make up share of revenues from all these partnerships out because uh, uh, talent management and and being an agent itself is a business in its own way basically but we can we can safely say that we could by well creating our own ip we could become the new age digital distribution label or of future for independent music in that sense how does the ip work does it take belong to the artist or is it like shared between the artist and the label so some of the cases we go on the ip some of the cases we own the ip but largely the exploitation rights in perpetuity are with us basically okay so so the artist will get some share of the revenue you will get some share okay. absolutely 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 not for you and this is like revenue from spotify plays or if uh, it is licensed um youtube stream oh yeah right that youtube stream licensing some of the some of the web series would like to pick up a song or a movie wants to pick up a song etc they have a, a ready library of uh, i mean some fans wants to exploit uh, these assets in their jingles or they want to create something around it like for example until you um, uh, we also venturing in 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 brand led funded content partnerships so for example one of these brands today what do you use content as a strategy to distribute out there in the market so we just did a very interesting partnership with josh which is not a monetary partnership in that sense but it was a win win josh is after tiktok probably become the the largest short format video platform today in india they have a huge amount of creators so with them around 15th of august we launched next milesun mera tumhara kal parat kasul we published uh, independent news brilliant track in 12 different languages um all the people who performed in video format in in that video were all the creators of josh so rtm and josh came together to create the largest ugc platform ugc anthem of country called bharat kasu and um, you know almost 100 odd million streams of this song uh, we saw on josh uh, platform more than 10000 josh creators created video and shared the video with us out of which almost 2000 of them featured in the video so interesting partnerships like that will help us so uh, i understand your edtech revenue that is like a subscription for course very standard easy to understand uh, help me understand the revenue here like what do you what percentage of 
revenue do you make from what uh, the song earns on Spotify? And what revenue do you make when there is a concert or things like that? Like, just give me a broad. It's very early right now for us to count the revenues on those platforms because we are only creating those flywheels right now. Last year, because Warner Music and a platform called Global Music Junction, which is the largest distribution on digital for Warner Music, I mean, they're the partners together. So we had signed a deal last year with them backed by Warner Music. But Warner realized that this is potentially, RDM is creating the largest bit of talent or future. And therefore, they partnered it and, and said, you know what, we will start publishing your content. So Warner has deep integrations with all the DSPs, with their own CMS across platforms. Um, so today, whatever we publish, we publish to Warner's CMS uh, through using GMJ as our partnership uh, the platform out there. And we do a revenue share between them and us right now. Uh, we have started monetizing all our assets in the last couple of months. It's very early to count the money, right? Um, when it comes to the creator management side of the story, uh, we are taking we are taking baby steps in that direction too. We have just started getting small inquiries uh, from people who are doing shows to play some of our own talents to perform live on the stage. Those are two flywheels we believe could potentially become big as we go in the into the future. Got it. Got it. I'll give you a couple of a um, uh, couple of data points, uh, Akshay, which is which is very very interesting. There was a very interesting um, uh, survey done by Sun um, in US where they asked people within the age of uh, 12 to 19 what do they want to become, uh, what the career path they would like to take. 50% of those guys said you would like to become a YouTuber or a blogger or uh, influencer in some, some way, right? And of those sets of people, almost 30% of people are the music creators. That's aspirant uh, music creators out there. The shift we observed in the industry was 7 to 8 years back, almost 95% of music consumed on any platform, digital platform, was all movie-based content. Be it Bollywood, Hollywood, Tollywood, Mollywood, whatever we call them, right? Today, major uh, uh, platforms like Spotify, the split is 65-35 in favor of films and 35% um, streams are independent music. Now, that's a big shift, right? We are moving towards an industry which is existing in West, which is largely artist-driven and not a film-driven industry out there. With that kind of an ecosystem, where if you see on 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 YouTube in India, let's talk about India alone, in YouTube, 22% of total streams on YouTube are driven by 5% of music content, and 90% of billion-plus views are on music videos. Music content, which clearly means that while music creators are third or fourth in category in terms of the creators ecosystem, the stickiness, watch hours, the revenue generation part is going to be very very high when it comes to the creators in the music ecosystem, and that's one one place where I believe we can play a very vital role as a natural extension of what we are offering in art. And that brings us to the end of this conversation. I want to ask you for a favor now. Did you like listening to this show? I'd love to hear your feedback about it. Do you have your own startup ideas? I'd love to hear them. Do you have questions for any of the guests that you heard about in this show? I'd love to get your questions and pass them on to the guests. Write to me at ad at thepodium.in. That's ad at t-h-e-p-o-d-i-u-m dot in. 